Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. is a mess. Get your ass in here. Welcome to Fly on the Wildin' Podcast. This is the show about dating, about parenting, and recording it all for the world to see. And I am so, so, so excited today. As y'all know, I'm your neighborhood-friendly black girl, Amber, and we have a special guest in the house tonight. I, I don't even know how to introduce you. Former, former uh, beauty girl, <laughs> uh, online creator, now go. on her fitness journey. No, Please no, welcome to the show, Raven on Rebel. Yay! Hi, I'm Raven, a.k.a. Raven on Rebel. Just like Amber said, she's trying to figure it out. Right now, I'm in a place of, you know what? We're just doing the best we can with what we got. Amen. Amen. You know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about those transitional periods as creators because they happen a lot. And your OG fans get mad and your new friends are like... I don't know how I like this, but let's just trust the process. So we'll get there. Okay. What, what I want to start, actually, your hair looks amazing. Thank you. If you've been Thank following you. Raven's content, this is a new change. I want you to walk us through this whole hair journey. I'm laughing because it's, it's a good one. It was definitely a journey, I'll say. <laughs> it was definitely a journey. Well, this actually isn't the first time I cut my hair. I cut my hair okay. back in August of 2021. Gotcha. Um, so it's like, once you get scissor happy, uh, it is really hard to stop. It is really hard to stop. I love shaving my head. Yes. What caused it this time, kids, is a journey of homosexuality and why you shouldn't date Scorpios. Okay. So it was just a long, a long year. I moved to LA October of last year and I was really on this journey because I came here from Philly. And I yes, was and and Delaware and North Carolina and, <laughs> and New, New York. York City and I was like, oh, you're still going, sis. Okay. Yes, I am a chronic city hopper. So I came here from Philly. I was leaving like a very toxic relationship, and I was like, LA is going to be this new journey of me discovering myself, mm-hmm. like finding my peace, finding me. Like that was my. Well, that's what my LA journey was going to be. <laughs> And then the devil started sending me his strongest disciples, a.k.a. Scorpios, time and time again. And now I'm bald. Okay. And now I'm bald. You you look great, though. Thank you. Thank I have I have had several, Thank like, you. you know how you grow up and you're like, I see why Britney Spears had a meltdown. Oh, I understand completely. I understand I'm on number completely. Two. I'm on number two. You, you quit your job and you shave your head. Like, That's that literally made, what I that did. That makes sense. That's literally what I did. I quit my corporate job. So I've been a corporate girly since college. And I quit my corporate job. And I was like, you know what? This isn't enough. This isn't enough. The is, hair, the hair also enough. has to go. The hair has to go. You'll have a baby, you shave your head. You get you break up with somebody, you shave your head. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just like a black girl birthright really at this is. point. Really okay, so I don't know the signs very well. I know that I'm a Pisces. Mm-hmm. Explain to me Something about what it's you like. Gave water sign too, and I was very cautious. Do I have water sign? Oh, I was you're very cautious? cautious. I was very cautious. I feel like water means calming energy, no? The water? Oh, the water means you drown it the bitches. It seems calm, and then that's how you end up drowning. Drowning. Okay. 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 I can be mean. Okay. And I, the heard locks. That. Child, watch them. Watch them. Okay, so Pisces with locks. You heard it here first. Stay Scorpios the fuck away. Well. Water signs. So what's... Because, but Scorpios aren't water signs, so they're also bad. They are horrible. Scorpios are fire, I'm assuming. No, they're water signs. It's huh. it, water signs are Scorpios, Cancers, and Pisces. So water doesn't mean where the animal lives. No, it's where the animal dies. It's where the animal <laughs> dies. Okay, let this me, is... Let me not do too much on y'all. Because a let Pisces sign is water. Mm-hmm. So, wait, no. A Pisces sign is a fish. Mm-hmm. My fault. So my whole life, of course, I haven't 
delve into the waters of the other girls. Yeah. But I knew a Pisces was a fish. Mm-hmm. There, Thus, I'm a water sign. So you can see how I would deduce that where what the thing is is so i assumed oh a scorpio lives in the desert a scorpion Mm -hmm. lives in the desert yeah but no scorpios are also water water signs signs. yeah scorpios cancers and pisces Mm -hmm. Ah, okay Mm -hmm. so what specifically about scorpios and Mm -hmm. and and i've also heard see this is why i can't get into you woo woo bitches because (laughs) it's also like it's also it's not even just a sign it's the big three it's the big three gender so Mm -hmm. what about scorpio women Mm -hmm. is something to look you know, um, they, they might be butthurt with this, but let them know. What is it about I Scorpio? Mean, they women? deserve to be butthurt. <laughs> they deserve to be butthurt. I digress. Um, what is it about Scorpios? Unfortunately, I have dealt with both genders of Scorpios. At this point, I'm on Scorpio number three. Low-key working on a number four. I know I, I, ha- I have a problem. So you like Scorpios? Unfortunately, but do they like me back is the question, Amber. <laughs> they love That's you. The they they love you. They oh, you know what? We, we actually have a story later, and I'm going to try to prove to you why in the, your sick. story, a Scorpio did low-key love you. I'm sick. What? What? How long were you with this last Scorpio? The last Scorpio, that's the thing. They don't. They don't need much time to get you. They don't need. Okay, so let's let's work through them all. Scorpio number one was a coworker. We were cool for like two years. Is there a world where you just should have fucked your coworker? You know what? And, and this is coming from somebody who has definitely fucked their coworker. That is the that is the moral of that story. Gotcha. But number one, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. Auntie might deduce that if you've dated four Scorpios and it didn't work out. I'm a <laughs> it might be you. Just, just a suggestion. It might be you. Just a suggestion. I am the victim here. <laughs> I am the victim. Like, no, You're no, the no. victim. Okay. So, what did this last Scorpio do to the you? The last Scorpio. Okay. She was. She was honestly the victim in the situation because she was girl number uh-huh. five this year. And at this point, anything she did would have set me off. Because right before Scorpio number three, I dealt with Scorpio number two. So right when Scorpio number two was wrapping up, here comes Scorpio number three in my face. I'm at a party. She walks up to me. <laughs> She walked up to you. She walks up to me as I'm leaving the and party. She you were probably giving the vibe. Okay, wait. So and this is why I'm bald now because I was giving too too many vibes. So you shaved your head because she approached you at a party. So what had happened was, long story short, she approached me at a party. We get the Instagram DMs. We start talking. We start sliding. Yeah, 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 yeah. A few weeks later, we on a few dates. Our second date, she takes me to Disneyland. Oh, that's beautiful. Isn't it? Women move fast, too. Very fast. And our second date was Disneyland. I'm missing the bad part. Because after Disneyland, apparently we're moving too fast. And she wants uh, to date around and talk to other women. Uh, after, and I don't know how graphic was something happening by the Goofy or Mickey I'm sorry, we're on It's a Small World ride and she's texting other girls. Ooh. On my date to Disney. It, on It's a okay, Small World the, ride. The comedian in me actually loves that. Because there's nothing to Bitch, it is a small world after all. After and all. <laughs> so what happened was she gives me the, she gives me the talk. Because I sense the energy change. I was like, nah. I lost my bitch. Which 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 country were y'all going through? Because you know it's like, and, and we were in the middle of Cambodia, and I looked over, and this bitch was texting somebody else. Texting doing Cambodia. <laughs> I said, "Is that no decorum? We have lost it in this world." So I was like, "Raven, it's too it's too soon to show you're crazy. Right. So don't say anything. So I don't say anything. But later that night, we get the womp the womp womp the womp. Um, because mm-hmm. she spends the night. Okay, the okay. next day, energy shift. Completely. Oh, so she still spent the night. She still spent the night after a, a magical day at Disney. After a magical long day at Disney, and, and you, she was at my house that morning. And you didn't address it that night. No, because I was like, don't, don't, don't. Well, you know what I mean? Like oh. I had other things on my mind. So the don't, don't, don't. You made know, things happen. It made things happen. So the next day, everything's cool. But I sense the energy shift. I sense the energy shift mm. because Scorpios, they will, child. 
they will show you immediately but when they don't put you no more. With them, because they're so intoxicating. So pause. So that happens. The Monday we have we have the talk. She's like, oh, we're moving too fast. After our second date is Disney. We're moving too fast. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? So <laughs> I get upset naturally, naturally, and I have this vlog ready to go on my trip to Disneyland. Oh, oh no. So I had to hit mm. re-record on the audio. And what was it messy? Was it petty? Yes. Would I do it again? Yes, because she blended my face. Oh, so you recapped how... I have not seen this video yet. The video is now deleted. <laughs> oh. So you shared with your audience... What happened at Disney? And why, what happened after? Did, did she we, ask you to take it down? No, she just sent me... Okay, so in the in the video, I was petty. And I was like, and I bought her matcha. I said, I want my matcha money back, bitch. Jokingly. Everything I say is jokingly. It's never well, that yeah, serious. But you know, if you don't make content, you're 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 gonna be hurt. Did she make but content? She doesn't, but she follows me on she followed me on Instagram and she knew what type of content I make. And I told her how I gave my platform talking about my dates and stuff that I went on of in course, Philly. Yes. Like in Philly, I used to do like freak of the week recaps. Uh, I, that's where I became freak a fan. Of the weeks. Exactly. That's where I became a fan. Exactly. Like people love I'm my like, I'm married and boring. Let, let's get into the freak of the week. The freak of the week. So I do a funny, hilarious, actually, vlog. She gets so offended, says, here's your matcha money back, bitch, and blocks oh, so me. so she gave it back. That's great. And blocks me on all platforms, including LinkedIn. So what? A LinkedIn just, block just, is crazy. A, link, a LinkedIn block is hurt. And I said, oh, this She's is She's upset. So... I, I want us to I want us to zoom out for a second. Let's zoom out. Let's zoom out. Because zoom she out. did send you the money back. But it was like So why why did you delete the video? Because nothing I You could have did a part two about how she sent the money and blocked you everywhere. And that's what I was gonna do, but I was like, something she did mention while we were like getting to know each other, and like I was like, I did disrespect her boundaries. She was like, Don't make videos about me. She did say that. Um, which is why I preemptively blocked her on TikTok. So one of her little friends took the video and sent it to her. Yeah. I'm, I'm just upset because she wasn't meant to see it. It was jokingly. Yeah. So since she got so offended by it and she did say, don't make videos about me, I was like, Raven, this was mad petty. And the video was done spitefully. Because like I said, of course. before Scorpio num- number three, we didn't even talk about Scorpio number two. We don't got to get into that. You were I wrong. I was wrong. But. So I apologize. But, but the creator and the comedian in me. You know what? But it's hard. It's hard because I, I talk to a lot of creators all the time about mm-hmm. like, they're like, I want my spouse to be in these videos, but they don't want to be in it. Or I want exactly. my, my mom or my cousin or whatever. And I think I'm at the point where my family cannot decide if they don't want to mm-hmm. be in some shit or not. Maybe, maybe like, of course, children. Of I course, don't include. Yeah. But like, I think the internet knows my mama, my yeah. daddy, my siblings. Of course. So it is, it's, I, I'm in a very nice place mm-hmm. because I, I haven't had to like hang out with somebody and then they're like, please don't ever make content about me. Yeah. Because people don't like that though. They, they, they don't. And, and they, my thing that's was, fair. exactly. So I apologize. Even though I was blocked on all, all platforms, including her cell phone. I found a way to apologize. Or it would have been funny if you were like, how you know I was talking about you? Like, exactly. because, so because you're wait. the only girl that can take me to Disney? Exactly. Because you didn't say her name, right? I didn't say her name. I didn't include no videos of her. No one knows I was talking about her, but her little friend that sent her the video. Yeah. I feel like I... I think you should have kept it up. As, as as much as I just said, I think you're wrong. I think you should have kept it up because like, I could have been, at, at, once again, as a comedian, as a content creator, I talk about what goes on in my life. Thank you, but I don't, so, I don't, but, so if I don't So if I don't say your name, I don't, say your name. I don't show a picture of you. No one knows who you are, And baby. I just talk about the situation. Just switching a hand. I reserve the right to post that and let, and let, let us know in the comments how you feel about Please that. Please do. Because, and then how are you going to get mad at me for talking about how you did me wrong jokingly? And then block me on all platforms? But at least I got my $8 back. <laughs> I spent $8 back. Y'all only spent $8 on a matcha at Disney? Thank 
you, but the thing, it was a joke because it was a, it was a joke. we were both buying each other stuff all day. Jokes we, and that's the thing, she said, she, oh yeah, I used to be an online troll, but you can't take a, a little vloggy vlog on TikTok? See, now that... Scorpio, oh, so you don't trust them. So you used to be a troll. But can't take a little vloggy vlog But can't TikTok? take a vloggy vlog. On TikTok? So no, no, I definitely would have... Look, next time, don't delete it. Let me ask you this. Okay. The first segment of our show is called <laughs> Hashtag Influenced. It's time for the hashtag. Hashtag Influenced. We talk about all things creator, platform, digital age, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, lovely Raven is here talking about that already. Yes. I want to ask you if we can zoom out a little bit again. Talk to me about this transition that you're going through in your content, because you just said it used to be Freak of the Week. What's going on with the content now? The content now is me finding who Raven is. It goes back to the hair that I never even went into. Like, I cut my hair because I just, like, needed to shed this old version of me. So I moved out to L.A. October of last year, October of 2022. Mm -hmm. And I was just in a really dark space. Like I said, I was leaving a relationship. I was like, what is my life looking like? Like, who am I? And then this past year in L.A., I was just like... That first year in L.A. is very hard. Hard! (laughs) Hard, and we're not talking about financially. Yeah, mentally. Oh, oh, you ain't talking about finances. I'm not talking about maybe the finance has been financing. Amen. It's everything else. <laughs> oh, it's everything else. Oh, that's really rough. Like, and it's not even like girls I'm dating. It's just girls I'm trying to be friends with. Like this, like I've never been in a city friends, that is hard. so. It makes me go, what the fuck? Like this city. Yeah. Every person I meet, I walk away like, what the fuck was that? Like it's just yeah. hard to find people out here, and that city help a lot. Right. So finding people isn't hard. It is very but hard to find community here, in LA. This is the this is a challenge. This is yeah. a challenge. But anyways, so yeah, so I'm just like trying to find who I am. Like I was trying to shed this old version of me that like developed in this year that I was in LA. Like I was going out a lot. I am sober, but I was going out a lot and I was just like turning into this version of myself that I don't even I'm like who is this girl yeah LA and I, I've described this to some people before like LA feels like a playground in a it's lot of ways fun. like you literally go back home and you're like I'm doing way too don't much in this city I don't know what it is maybe it's because we're all so spread out or sometimes you feel like nobody can see what I'm doing because everybody's all over the place and there's always stuff to do and there's always, always. things to do mm-hmm. at night go mm-hmm. out whatever and then one day you look up you're like how did I spend this amount of money sure. to hang out with some people that, that don't, don't even, even like, like me? They don't even they, they like, don't me. like me. They're, they're telling me stories at this party and I'm bored hearing to them. Why I don't I even want to share my boring stories with them. Why am I here? And how did I get there? And mm-hmm. so I, it, it, our content has no choice but to reflect it that does. transition it a, a does. little bit. And I feel Do, like a lot of people yeah. get mad with like, oh, the algorithm isn't on my side. But it's like, I'm looking at my content. I'm like, I don't even like this. I don't like this person in this video. You know, it's like, what am I even doing? As opposed to when I was in Philly, and even still to say 40% of my TikTok following lives in the city of Philly. Mm Because when I was in Philly, I mean, I was an alcoholic. So I was just living it up, you know? like, And you can see how, like, happy I was in my content and stuff. Like, I was just, so it's like that version of me is different than this version of me. So, like, I don't even get mad at an audience isn't even connecting with me anymore. Because it's like, I'm a completely different person now than I was two, three years ago when my uh, platform, like, blew up, you know? Yeah. Um, So it's just like, yeah, it's just like finding who is Raven sober, who's Raven in LA, who is Raven when I'm not chasing after someone's daughter. Because, you know, I do get caught up in that. I I heard, hell. Oh, No, no, no. I heard on the show in the first. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) You're like, from who? I'm like, from you. (laughs) You You see, I don't know how to stop sharing my business with the internet. You see, and that's my problem. Oh, (sighs) baby, I I have no room to talk. Everybody, anything remotely that I'm going, if I have to pop the camera, if if a lash falls out, I'm sharing. You have to. You have to. 
You know what? Okay, are you one of these kind of sharers? Let me know. I share as I go. Mm-hmm. I sometimes I think based on like like you said you're going through like a fitness journey right now. Mm-hmm. We're both going through fitness journeys right yeah. now. That's literally how we connected because we mm-hmm. saw each other at the gym. We we're like. And so I have been sharing those vlogs and sharing like I'm I'm just trying to get back to where I was before the baby and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to fit my wedding dress again and stuff like that. And you're also going through a fitness journey, but you're not so much sharing. I'm not because it's so nobody's. Yeah. You see, like I'm yeah. picky and choosy with what I share about. Of course, like that's what I'm saying. My audience yeah. doesn't really pick that up. Like, and so. I've been on this fitness journey since March where I just like really wanted to get back into the gym. And my neighbor who ends up being like my, my LA bestie, she asked me to go to the gym with her. She was like, dude, I do want to do this challenge at this gym where you work out every single day. And I just did it. Yeah. Cause I was like, sure, why not? I ain't doing nothing. Um, so then like that got me into the habit of like waking up every, every morning, going to the gym. I started changing my eating habits. And obviously naturally I started losing weight. Like right now I'm 90 pounds down, but get it right. I'm trying, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm in this space where it's, I'm being forced by an audience to talk about something that I don't talk about and it's weird because they see how openly I am with sharing my business but I don't yeah. like talking about my body and it's like it's funny how the more comments I started getting about my body the more covered up I started being cause like if you're, yeah. if you're watching me right now if you go if you on my page like I be letting it all hang loose you know what yeah, I mean yeah 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 like, you used to be like a titties out I girl I used to be a titties out legs out kind of girl but it's like now I'm getting so many comments about my body it's like I don't want no one it's like I just want to be wrapped in my clothes like it's so weird and foreign to me to have so many people ask me questions about my body and it's like mm. so what what was y'all thinking before yeah. you know what I mean so it just like it feels so like and like I know people like me where it's like I, naturally you lose 90 pounds people are going to have comments about it you know yeah, but that's hard because yeah. you, you, like you said before, you don't want to become the poster child of like big girl who loses weight. And the now, former fat trope. I, I just yes. can't. I can't. Yes. Okay, explain this to me. The you said like the former fat pipeline. The explain former fat pipeline. It's like these girls who built this platform off of being plus size. They lose weight and then they become fat phobic as fuck. Like they like that's what their whole platform becomes. And it's like I don't want to be that girl. I've never even like made any content about weight loss and never talked about struggling with my weight. Like, some girl literally DM'd me and was like, oh, I saw you were struggling for years. I wanted to say, bitch, what did I ever say I was struggling? Oh, my God. And it's like, damn, they get Girl, they get very comfortable. Because I, I, <laughs> I ain't never struggled. It's like, I knew I could if, if, well, if I that. wanted to. I mean, exactly. That, right, right, right. That, that's, what, that's what gags me. I'm like, I was struggling, but it but wasn't about that, yeah. bitch. Yes. You know? And it's like, um, it just... People just get too comfortable when it comes to talk about other people's bodies. It makes me really weird. But yeah, so like I would love to make content about me going to the gym, me changing my eating habits. I also like have PCOS. And like these are all these mm-hmm. things I want to talk about. But it's like I want to find a way to talk about it without being one of them. And yeah. you know exactly who I'm referring to. But we're keeping it cute. I, I think you can do it without being one of them it, though. Yeah. Like if, if if I can just push you for a little bit. Because I'm, I'm the person that that um shares the journey as I'm going through it mm-hmm. and I'm and maybe you're going to be the person who shares it after or maybe. but but like you you've said like I, I'm going to keep going to the gym if I do hit my my body goal. Yeah, right? like if I wake up tomorrow with like a, the perfect body, it's like I'm not going to just stop working out. Right, you know? right. And th- I think that's where it matters for people. Mm-hmm. And we are just, I don't know. I think, I think the internet could hear a voice that has been working. Because it is a different kind of discipline to go to the gym yeah. and change your eating habits. For me, I don't have a problem working out. It's mm-hmm. the eating. 
Yeah, the eating where folks get caught up. But then I feel better the next day. Okay, so you said also that you're sober. Yeah, I am sober. So you said you drank a lot when you were in Philly. Child, woke up. What is a lot? Morning mimosa. So I used to have morning Jägermeister cold brew, then a little morning mimosa, then an afternoon margarita, and then capped the night off with some red wine. Okay, yeah. so I would say like altogether you would daily consume like eight to ten. Definitely eight to ten. Sometimes and, and a whole how, bottle of wine. how long did you do that daily? It started like literally like right when I moved to Philly. So I moved to Philly in late March, early April of 2021. Yeah. And I started drinking immediately because before that, I was telling you how I got caught up in Delaware during the pandemic. And I was staying with my grandmother. My grandma's like ultra religious. So I was like, you're not bringing any alcohol into her house. So like that time was like forcing me to be sober. Yeah. Um. So when I got to Philly, I was like, fuck me. It's like I was just drinking, 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 drinking. Yeah, because like, I can't. I'm free. I'm so free I now. So I was like making up for all that. And then once you just get caught up with it, it was just like I was on this constant high. And then when I got to Philly, I was having a little too much fun like I was yeah. dating around I was partying like I just wasn't living my life right child so yeah like it just started like with just like the morning um Jägermeister cold brew and just cause I saw it one day in the liquor store I said they make Jägermeister cold brew <laughs> I said okay and I'm that's trying when to it hit me I got a problem okay so it was like several yeah. months later and it was like right when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend it was actually my birthday August 18 2022 um, I just wanted her to leave so bad so I can just drink. Like I was just like, please leave, please leave. Like I was just like, it was like I was just, like itching. I was just, like waiting like, to be alone yeah. so I can just drink. And I was like, that's weird. And I was like, we gotta, we gotta focus on that. I was like, why am I feeling that? And both of my parents, like I got come from a long line of alcoholics on both sides. So or just addicts, period. So whenever I start doing anything compulsively, I'm like, what am I doing and why? You know? Of course. So, yeah. So it kind of just started with me. Like I literally saw so the next day. I was like, I'm not gonna drink anymore. And I was just trying to see how long I can go without drinking. And now it's been like over a year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Seriously, you. Seriously, that's very, especially here where every party, every event, free. every social. You can door dash it. You can, you can get it free. You can door dash it. You can. Hey, we bought too many. Y'all want an extra. It, it's way too easy it's to everywhere. get wasted here. So and easy. I remember there was definitely a time during the pandemic, especially because obviously every mm. we, we are all we need to collectively have a support group to process. Yeah. everybody's pandemic trauma Child. and there was a time where Ben and I decided we are not going to drink until 5pm let's at least do that mm. because we were both kind of like I was kind of like teaching some online yoga classes and then he was teaching uh, middle school from home so he couldn't just like wake and bake yeah. you know but I'm talking when it was 459 it's, it's watching it. the clock watching the clock no popping the top <laughs> At fourth, like turning, because of course it was twist offs, <laughs> turning the top Just at four fifty nine mm-hmm. and going from four fifty nine to midnight. Okay, taking, I mean, the other day we were in the kitchen taking shots, but like we don't do that every day. But it's like it got to where I was like, Ben, why are we partying? Like we have guests over, mm-hmm. and you pull out the trash bin and you're like. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just two people Child. in the house. And this was before Wild. Mm-hmm. But it's it, it can happen so quickly. So quickly. Especially if you ain't got, like, a schedule or a mm-hmm. regimen to get through. So you say you've been sober over a year. Over a year. And you haven't really talked about that journey with I, people, Online too. either. Like, people yeah. were like... And you don't have to. I want to yeah, say that. Yeah, I mean, but it's just like... I see where people, like where people are coming from because it's like I pick and choose what parts of my life to share and I don't know why I haven't gone into like my sober journey as people say it. Like when people like ask me questions because like they'll see me post
post it on my Instagram story and stuff, but like a mocktail or even like last night I was doing shots of orange juice or my <laughs> friends were doing shots of Don Julio, but I was just like, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's like certain parts of me are really hard to share. It's because my therapist said I don't like being vulnerable and we can get into Ooh. that later, but it's really, it's like certain things. Like when I'm talking about girls, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's hard for me to be vulnerable sometimes on camera. And I feel like a lot of people can tell like that there's that disconnect with yeah. my audience, you know, like it's hard. I have the opposite problem. <laughs> I'm an oversharer. So I can't even really. <laughs> there are times where I'm like, I probably shouldn't share. <laughs> But yeah, listen, but it got you here. Amen. It, listen, Amen. <laughs> I think I, I think it's good. I think it's good that you do both because you mm. can. I don't know. I I have these moments where I'm like, whatever I'm creating is what the people are going to get. Period. Like, and every now and then, of course, people in the comment section have some really good ideas. I'm like, that would be a cute TikTok. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like if I don't want to share this specific journey, I don't have to. Or yeah. maybe it's like, oh, this is gonna be the thing I share in like a stand up set. Mm -hmm. versus this is the online like lifestyle day in day out so yeah. I just I want you to be easy with yourself because like because yeah. what if you because this is what people sometimes do also they'll start sharing their new relationship and then they'll put out a book together and then they break up and then everybody's like but I want my money back from the book like or or weren't, weren't you sober I feel like I just saw you somewhere they're um, they're they're almost waiting to keep tabs on you if, exactly. if you say it they're waiting to keep tabs exactly I understand that completely I want to talk a little bit. We're going to we're going to go back to a young Raven because <laughs> whew, the next segment of our show is called Imperfect Parent. Imperfect Parent. Raven is child free. So Amen. when people are child free on the show. Also, did I tell you I've been with sick? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I I hope people I I, I already I, saw, been I already <laughs> saw the wheels of people's heads turn like trouble in paradise. No 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 they no. They never no. are now divorced. <laughs> yes yes. Because because you know people be like yeah, you see he wasn't in the last two episodes. No friends. Ben has a hacking cough right now and he really he tried cold. to make it today and I was like you need to stay home and get rest. Um. But to the audience, these come out once a week. Mm -hmm. But to me, I'm like, no, the other episode was filmed two days ago. He's still not healed. But I just want to preface, we love Ben and we are wishing him well. Yes, But soon. Raven is here today. Uh, Raven is child-free. I love to say child-free because childless is not the situation. Mm -hmm. People are choosing not to have kids today. And They're I free am. of children. You know and what I'm saying? So Raven is child-free. And I always like to take that opportunity to talk about uh, family structure growing up and things like that. You are welcome to share as much as you'd like. But I don't know. Paint me a picture of your childhood. As much as you'd like. <laughs> or where where are we today? Let's where start are we there. today? Where That's are we today? such a great question. That's a great question, Amber. Um, okay, I'm the youngest of four girls. Uh, I grew up in a two-parent household until my parents got divorced. Thank the Lord. When I was like five. Um, Your parents then, got divorced when you were five? Yes. And you were thanking the Lord? Yes. It was hellish. One, it was hellish zero through five. And so it was the Delaware Police Department. Everyone was thanking the Lord. Oh, um, wow. So I had the divorce and we yeah. moved to North Carolina. It was my mom and my three older sisters. And that was pretty much my dynamic growing up. It was like my mom and my sisters and my older sister ended up having a baby. So it was my mom, my older sister, and then my niece. Um, and then my sister had another baby. So it was my mom, my older sisters, and my two nieces. And that was kind of like what family was to me. Like we, we would travel back and forth to um, Delaware to like see our dad like every like summer break or something or like my mom's mom and like because she's all her family's in Delaware but yeah it was like my mom my sisters and my niece um 
yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so here. your mother raised four girls on her own at some point for from from yes. the age of five. And then y'all saw your father every summer break. You yes. Said. Mm-hmm. Got she it. Did. And I'm sure she that did. was challenging. I'm sure it was challenging. Were I'm some, sure wait, it was were a your challenge. sisters uh, kind of like uh, pseudo parents in a way? No, they were not. Ah. They were not pseudo parents at all. Um, do you have yeah. a good relationship with your sisters? I do not. <laughs> and uh, or do you have uh, a good relationship with any fa- uh, member of your immediate family? My oldest niece, I'm so proud of her. She's got her white coat. Um, I love her. And then I'm close to like one of my sisters. Um, but yeah, my family Donnie even growing up was just a hot mess child it was just but honestly like i look at it all like we were all just trying to survive and survive we did yeah but now i'm past the point of just trying to survive i'm just like thriving and living my life and you know if you're on the wagon you're on the wagon if you're not you're not you know sometimes you gotta leave folks where where they are Mm -hmm. but i'm currently yeah i don't talk to like one sister one niece i don't talk to either one of my parents um it's just like very very imperfect parents and it's like you know we get like when my mom when my mom was my age she was married with four kids that sounds like my worst nightmare yeah that's very hard i don't even have a cat so i did have a cat and i sent him to go live with um family <laughs> because i was a bad cat mom like it's like you yeah. you you gotta know you gotta know yourself you so, gotta yeah. know um Growing up, it was hard. You know, we're keeping the podcast light and friendly. But (laughs) growing up was very dark and not. Um, But yeah, so my parents, you know, they're just imperfect. And it's like, you know, we had to forgive them for our own personal growth. But it's like, I'm not going to continue to let people like harm and abuse me into my adulthood. Because it's like, I'm not a child anymore. You know, like, I'm not forced to put up with this. Like, I don't got to deal with this. So, yeah. So you have set your boundaries there. I'm going to ask you this. I'm not going to ask specifically about your family members. Mm -hmm. But as a parent myself, what needs to happen so that my child never reaches a point where she does not want to talk to me because that Mm. I I feel like if I didn't have a child I would I would be approaching this conversation very differently Mm -hmm. but in my mind I'm thinking to myself like if my daughter was Raven and she decided to not speak to me Mm -hmm. henceforth I really dropped the ball many places and they did so so (laughs) what what are what do you think you needed to make sure that like now we can have a relationship. You know, you can you can narrow it to like here are three things that I needed okay. from my family structure if if I wanted open lines of communication today. Um love. Um the basics. Oh, we're oh, we're starting at <laughs> We're starting at literally okay. the the basics of raising a child is love. What does it mean for somebody to love you? What it means for someone to love me is to show up and be accountable. So show showing up and showing support. Showing up and, and I can support. imagine I'm not of ever caping for your parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know them, but I would imagine child four not p- potentially getting the attention that child one, two, and three got. And it's okay. like, why do we have the fourth people? You got the <laughs> one, two, and the three. You could have stopped, but they chose to keep going. And now I'm here. Now I'm here, but we just got to digress. But yeah, so like showing up accountability. Um, like I said, we're keeping it light and friendly. So. Lack of abuse would have been nice. Like, I was a child mm. that was abused in every way a child could be abused. So, wow. and it's like, so as long as you're not doing that, that's great for a while. Uh, exactly. This is just level one. This is this is the bare minimum, like, mm. of being a parent. And, yeah, like I said, the main thing, like, and of course, no one's perfect. So, it's like, of course, one day you might 
have a bad day and you like yell at her or do something that like, you're like oh my god I can't believe I like just yelled at Wild like that like that's crazy but it's like acknowledging that Acknowledge. you actually yelled at her instead of be like when did I yell at you I, I would never yell at you so it's the gas like, I yelled once now I'm the worst mom in the world because I yelled you know it's like oh so centering yourself mm. it's all about you now being less narcissistic you know yeah wow mm-hmm. that's tough it is that's not okay I remember uh you were telling me, why don't you share that story really quickly about mm-hmm. uh, the last time you spoke to your father? Okay, so this is this was my final straw with my dad. I was like, you know what? I just can't with you. So I mentioned how I moved to LA like completely last minute um, from Philly and I literally had to figure out how I was moving across country in three weeks. I don't drive, if you were wondering. I don't have a car. So I was living in Philly. I had all this stuff, mainly clothes that I needed to donate and I reached out to my dad that lived 20 minutes away from me Asking him if he could come pick up these clothes, see me before I move cross country, and take him right next door to his house with a Goodwill, take him to the thrift store to donate these clothes for me. I asked him to do one thing, and he said he couldn't because he was busy with work. He worked from home, people. <laughs> he worked from home. Funny enough, my ex-girlfriend's new girlfriend, now her fiance, found out I was moving cross country, literally called me and was like, what do you need? How can I help you with this move, girl? Like, let me know. And she literally took me to Home Depot, got me all of my boxes. They helped me move so much stuff out of my apartment. So your ex-girlfriend and her new fiancé. Her new fiancé. Helped said, you move. Helped me. And your dad did it. And my own father. I said, why does my ex-girlfriend and her new fiancé care more about me than my own father? Yeah. And I, I didn't have to ask them. Did he even say, again, I don't know him. But sometimes I, I, as I'm aging, sometimes I'm, I'm zooming out and having the perspective of like, I can't help you today. On Saturday, I can help. No, nothing like that. There was nothing like that at that point. At that Ooh. point, I was there for three more weeks. So if he couldn't do it that day, he had three more weeks to do it. Or it's like <laughs> I've definitely had a friend call me like, "Hey, sis, I'm moving on Saturday. I do not help people move." Now, Literally. what I can do is I can buy the pizza for mm-hmm. the movers if they need it. I can help you. I can there come was over. no moving. I can come over and help you declutter. I handled all furniture. I was donating all furniture to the Habitat of Humanity who came and picked it up. It was literally just these clothes. I was like, how am I getting it? I had like seven trash bags full of clothes. My dad has a huge SUV. That I was like, how am I getting seven trash bags full, like, full of clothes to a thrift store? Like, they don't come pick up clothes. They come pick up furniture. Of course. And I didn't want to throw them away, you know? And I knew he lived right by the Goodwill. And again, I'm moving in three weeks, so you can just come see me and take these clothes you're like this will be your last time seeing me before Before I move move cross country and come take these clothes (sighs) that are right next you're literally he has to pass he drives through the goodwill to get to his house that (laughs) tears me up because I say you gotta go that I I hope you are well (laughs) not to say like let me tell you how my story went I I too decided to move to LA three weeks before Mm mm-hmm and I was in Georgia when I decided to do it. I was talking to my agent and they were like, hey, we really just think you would be more successful in L.A. Is there something you're holding on to in Chicago? Do you have family there? And I was like, well, no, all my family's in Georgia. So mm-hmm. if y'all are saying that this would be better for my career, I'll do it. So from that phone call was the decision. The, the decision was made to move. So, again, a, a, a three to four week turnaround. Mm-hmm. My parents, I got off the phone with my agent, walked into the living room. I was with my parents that summer or whatever. And I told my parents, I was like, hey, y'all, I think I, I, think I need to move to L.A. I think I need to move to California. And I, I want to say it was maybe Tuesday or Wednesday. My parents organized a going away party that Saturday. So I want to 
assure you. Well, I, I don't know who's the norm, your family or mine. You that's know what, what it should be. Th- that that's what's crazy to me because like, like support the bare yes. minimum as a parent. And, and for I'll a be child. fair, I, I had made one big move. Uh, to Chica- from Georgia to Chicago prior to that. So maybe they were like, oh, this is what Amber does. She goes to a new city mm-hmm. and she flourishes. So maybe they had uh, an amount of trust. But you're telling me you've moved a lot too. So I don't, I just don't, I, I'm so disappointed that you're, fi- <laughs> I just, I just want to. Imagine I, my disappointment, Amber. Yeah, I, I hope this is helping because, <laughs> because sometimes you'll tell people a story and they're like, well, what did you want them to do? He was, I was like, well, no, like, at least come when see me before I move cross country. When your parents want to show up and care, and even sometimes I, I, I talk a lot of shit about my dad because he's just kind of an ogre, but he was on that grill flipping mm-hmm. burgers for my going away party mm-hmm. that they planned. Half the people that came to the party, they were like, you're moving? No way. They're like, we just came because we thought it was a regular cookout. Exactly. Because they, they didn't have time to like get an invitation mm-hmm. together. So I want to let you know that that is what should have happened when you decided to move. Mm-hmm. You should have got a whole party. Yeah. Not... I, I gotta work so I figure gotta it out. see and I said okay and I said okay and that was the last time you spoke to him and after that as soon as I moved to LA he got blocked on everything LinkedIn too just sorry <laughs> that is so you lobbed it in like, <laughs> a LinkedIn block is crazy to me I'm, I'm sorry I'm the comedian in me I had to go for it I'm okay sick. wait how okay let's just have a little fun for a second mm-hmm. our parents are older right how old are your parents in their 50s, uh, in their late 50s. Like, late 50s. Yeah, my dad's like probably 57. What, is, what does blocking your parents on everything look like? Because not like they ain't got no TikTok. <laughs> no, my mom did. Extreme narcissist. So she was like, she was more obsessed with like how many followers I had than I was. So I couldn't wait to block her on TikTok, block her on Instagram, block her on Facebook, even though she still posts about me, which is like key narcissists. Like not like anything bad, like highlight, like Raven highlights on her Facebook and stuff. I'm like, who are you doing this for? Cause I don't talk to you. You're blocked. So who are you doing this for? She does Raven highlights. Like she like like she like like when I just saw her recently for my niece, um, my niece had like a white coat ceremony. She's like, oh my god, can I just take pictures of you? I'm like, why? We don't even speak. And it's like, oh my god, you look so good. Cause like I lost the ninety pounds, and I'm just like, thanks. You know, like jeez, it's like that is tense. Narcissist, like that's no, it tense. wasn't tense to me because I'm like I just like think of her. It's like a random lady on the street. Like she would do when she used to beat my ass. I digress. Um, but yeah, Jeez. so it's just like, I don't even like think of her as like a mom or like a momly figure. And I don't even know yeah. what that even looks like. Cause like, I've never been able to be even vulnerable enough to like see her as that. Or like how you would feel like something bad would happen. You would call your mom or you need a hug. You would want to hug from your mom. Like, she was trying to uh, me, like, don't hug me. Like, ew, like, yeah, you're like, what's coming? This is exactly, my fucking heart. <laughs> like, who did you find a little bit of kinship with? Maybe it's like friends or like. As a child? Yeah. Nobody, not a single Not a soul. single soul. Oh, I mean, look at me. I was horribly bullied in school. I was dark skinned out and I was fat. So I was like bullied at school, abused at home. There was no outlet for Little Raven. And this is how you end up bald people. And four Scorpios deep. Four, <laughs> like, yeah. The Scorpio pipeline. The, like, like, the bully to the, abuse the Scorpio the, yeah, pipeline. Yeah, it was bound to happen. It was bound okay, to happen. Okay, please tell me, as we close out this segment, please tell me you have some chosen family now that you're like, here's who I can rely on for, please. I would love to tell you that, Amber, but you, I would be lying. <laughs> so it so it didn't get better. It did not get better, kids. But listen, it might be for you, so do not give up. Um, <laughs> right now, I talked about my one sister that I talked to, but it's hard to like confide in her because they just go through so much, child, and you just try to be there for them. Yeah, um, and they're I, probably experiencing what you're experiencing, but they can't. 
they yeah separate. they still talk to both my parents but like and then they still like call me and complain about them and I'm like they are never changing so you just gotta deal with it or cut them off that's um, hard like what do you do when there's your like well you you made that decision but mm-hmm. like have you told your sisters like I cannot talk about mom and dad anymore like, oh I told them several times but like my family doesn't respect boundaries so ah. you know what I mean um so there's that so I just had the one sister and then my like really close friend I found here in LA funny enough she's like my my little next door neighbor yep. and we end up going to college oh, together I met her I yeah, met, yeah, yeah. yeah so we um end up going to the same college together and I didn't know her in college but like yeah we hang out all the time and I'm like I cannot even imagine my life right now if I didn't have her in it and it's sad it's like she's like the one person outside of my sister that I really feel like I have to like talk to you about stuff because like everyone else is like <sighs> we're a lot of temporary people a lot of temporary people I'm doing the best I can with what I got and <laughs> here we all ball and this is how you get four Scorpios deep people <laughs> yes I think the episode name it has to be four Scorpios deep because no one wants to be there I, th- I think I feel like you're going to get some love after this episode and be like, I'll be your friend, Raven, because you need... No. I, people always say that. And then this is how I end up in a situation that, that I'm in now. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm coming over. <laughs> I'm coming like, over. No, I'm coming over. You guys, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm coming... Or you're coming to my house. Just spend one night in my home just so you can see, like, this I love is... What... <laughs> because this is... I just don't understand when people no. hate their kids. Like me me I both. just don't understand. I don't know and either. and obviously my family has their flaws, but they do not hate me. Mm. <laughs> they 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 love me a lot. And and growing up, my mom was like, "You just don't know. Like people are not close to their families. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, yes, they are. Everybody's that's their families. Everybody, yeah. Mm. Like and then I went to college and I was like, well, hey, we go to my mom's house every Sunday. Like let's go to your mom's house. They're like. I was out of my mama. Mm-mm. Like I ran into that more times than, or a, 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 a deceased parent or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm sending you all the mom love. Come to my house. <laughs> we will eat what whatever the new meal plan is. I got you. You already invited me. We went to uh, one of the gym classes together yes. at 6 a.m. 6, 6 a.m. Get in there. Raven gets it in at 6 a.m. Basically morning. like when Raven's leaving, I'm coming in. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, you're headed to start your workout. Like, just finished. Been just here finished. for two hours. And I'm like, watch us close. Excuse me. <laughs> it rings the ring, rings are close. Rings are close. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Raven. <laughs> I think, I think given where we are in the conversation, you're super qualified to help out with some of these uh letters sure, from listeners. Sure. <laughs> I love giving advice. I love you. <laughs> Okay, so the next segment of our show is called The I Do's and Don'ts of Relationships. I do, I do. I do, I do. I do, I do. I do, I do. We didn't make it marriage because you know what? We answer all sorts of questions about romantic relationships, work relationships. We can do it all. So I actually have a friend situation here. And I am actually very curious to hear your answer. So you ready for this? It's kind of a long story, but um, let's buckle up and get into it. Let me get comfy. Dear Fly on the Wallen, I'm a 26-year-old woman, Mm. and my two lifetime friends are the same age. We recently realized that none of us have been on a trip together ever over a decade of friendship. So a few months ago, one of my friends, 
she said her friend's name here. So I'm, I'm not going to say the friend's name because we typically keep it anonymous. So a few months ago, one of my friends, T, who has a three-year-old and is currently pregnant, suggested that the three of us take a cruise to the Caribbean for a five-day excursion in March. Her newborn will be a few months old by then. The cruise was T's idea, and we all jumped on the opportunity and were very excited. We've already booked our cruise and paid partially for our three-person room. I just found out that T still hasn't told her fiancé that she planned a trip without him, and he will have to care for their young children by himself for five days while she is gone. She recently shared with us that there is no way she can tell him because she feels guilty, so she's going to have to come or so he's going to have to come on our girls trip we planned this cruise to be all girls specifically because our other friend is single and t and i if we if t and i bring our man along our other friend will be a fifth wheel yeah if t invites her fiance it will ruin the estrogen only vibes plus then i'll have to invite my boyfriend because he'll feel away if t's fiance comes t is now saying T is now saying that she'd rather just pay off her portion of the cruise and have us go without her. She about to piss me the fuck off because girl, what the fuck? T travels with her man and daughter all the time. So I don't understand why can't she just do this one trip without him? I know he won't love the fact that he has to take care of a newborn and a toddler, but it's only five days and they should have family support nearby. Am I being insensitive? Why can't she just talk to him about it? Should we go without her? I'm not a mother, so maybe I'm tripping. I'm just not understanding. What do y'all think? That was the journey. Raven. That took twists and turns. That sound like one of my sisters. I was like, I was like, who? I was like, wait, is T my sister? <laughs> right. What's your sister's name? Don't, don't even share. Don't even share. Don't even share. They're going to be mad. Somebody go find it. It's not. It's not. That sounds like a mess. A mess. That sounds like a mess. So we got three friends. Well, T, I guess if we're all going on a trip, there's you, me, and T. You're single. If if T invites her fiance, I gotta invite Ben, which would make you the fifth wheel. T, t- why? My thing is, why are you scared to talk to your man? Like that's something that we need to address first. And then you just had a baby. It's like I can't party with my friends. You yeah. can't watch the kids. TT, we got to get to the bare minimum. Of number one, why can't you talk to your man? Why can't your man take care of his kids without you? Number two. <laughs> and number three it's like you can always travel with your man but you can't come travel with your friends TT 26 TT this is why your 20s supposed to be you turning up and you know what let me keep that comment to myself they did say they were 26 26 TT I was thinking for a second I was like wait you're a kid listener that was the first that was the first line of the story I said 26 two kids okay and engaged TT okay I respect it cause the frontal lobe is fully developed at that point Yes. But it's like, TT, we have, we, we've been friends for 10 years and we went on this mega girls trip that you planned and you now you're trying suggested, to cancel planned and because paid. you're scared to talk to your man. Can I give TT one point? Okay. I'm going to give her one point for agreeing to pay the rest of it partially. I did like that. That is the one t- thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to tell y'all at home the real tea. If your pre if your friend is pregnant, mm. she's not coming. She's not coming. I want to say that again. Then the, the baby gonna the get here. She's gonna be attached to the baby. Yes. She's gonna cry the baby go away. If if your friend is pregnant and y'all are planning a trip, because because one part of what you said, friend, is that like uh baby gonna be like you five said, months or something. And they oh, oh, you actually said and they have family support nearby. 
Now, I, I, I understand why you're upset. I understand. But here's the thing about being pregnant. When you're pregnant, your brain is not right. <laughs> you're, brain. You're, you're, and, and what you see when you're pregnant is everybody having fun without you. That is temporary. That is a temporary feeling. Mm -hmm. I remember being pregnant and being with like go out and stuff. And even with my permission, I'd be like, yeah, it's fine. And when he left, I felt lonely Mm -hmm. because you you can't drink. You can't have fun. You can't turn up. You're 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 getting bigger. You're feeling more immobile. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you're like this. As soon as I pop this baby out, y'all, I'm hitting the club. Mm -hmm. And then what happens if you have a hard birth and you need more time to heal? So I say this, if you have a pregnant friend in your group, she's not coming. I don't care what she said. I don't care how 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 much she tried to convince you. She's not coming. She's not. She's not coming a few months when the baby is mm-hmm. born because then you're still breastfeeding. Like how, what, what, you can't pump in advance. One, yeah. You can't pump in advance mm-hmm. for five days. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't. I had no. low supply. It's hard. Mm-hmm. What now? What you a really great point that you brought up is that people are afraid to talk to their partners They're about not things, partner. and people are afraid to do things without their, their partners. Partner, stand up. Stand on business. <laughs> Stand on business. I'm stomping on business. Stomp. I'm stomping on business. Stomp on business. They say they are. But T.T. not coming. T.T. not leaving that baby. T.T.'s not leaving the baby. T.T. not leaving that baby. Or her I, man. I think her man made a bigger stink about it. Well, she hasn't even brought it up because Mm-mm. she knows her man. But, but also, y'all... This might sound really fucked up, but Say y'all it. actually might grow apart. Y'all might grow apart, especially if she, this is her fiance mm-hmm. and she goes on to marry him because mm-hmm. some of these fiancés can be sadly a little possessive. Yeah. So, and then not only that, a girl's trip. Yeah, no, not only that, like not to compare it to like a situation. So just like I was saying with my sisters, like once they had kids, I felt that we just started growing apart because it's like their lives become their their they now have their family which is them and their child you know and the same with them it's like I I know you have been friends for 10 years it sounds like TT might be the only one with a fiance and now two babies yeah the other girl in the trip okay so obviously the the woman who wrote in uh, I think she has a boyfriend Mm -hmm. the other one's single and the other one's single Mm -hmm. Um, if I would say this you, you know you can't you know that T is not going to come without her man Mm-mm. and all the kids will probably come in tow too or or the kids will stay nearby with the family if T comes she's going to be with her man at that point and I've had this happen before one time it was a, it was supposed to it started as a girl's trip to New Orleans mm-hmm. T, uh, two people in the girl's trip I would say it was about six or seven girls two people in the trip invited their man I was with Ben at the time and I said, no, you're not coming with me. Like this started as a girl's trip and I'm going to be there because some of my friends at the time were single and they were kind of like, well, damn, is this about to turn into a couple's trip? And I was like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. Ben can stay at home. Like I, I, I can go somewhere without my man's. I can host the show without my man's and, mm-hmm. and, and, he, and he can do it without me too. Yeah. I'm not going to be possessive about that either. So I think to the listener, you should let T bring whoever she wants, and then you should not invite your boyfriend. Exactly. So you can be there for, for, for your friends. For your friends. Mm-hmm. So that, because you know what's going to happen. T and her man are going to go, and they're going to go want to do dinner one-on-one. They're going to go. And it's probably going to, a little bit, turn into you and your other friend just mm-hmm. kicking it and probably talking about T. Mm-hmm. But you don't you don't want to leave your friend out to dry, because T, T already did that. T did. And it's like the only options is if T pays her her portion of the cruise and the other two friends can go or T come with her man. 
Yeah. And you don't that doesn't mean you have to bring your man because T bringing her man. Right. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. And I'm trying to do a better job <laughs> as a woman as I'm getting older to be like, okay, Raven and I are gonna go out to dinner. I know Raven's not gonna drink. I want a drink. Like so I need Turn to up. make up my mind before, but I don't know. Sometimes, I don't know, as women, we do this thing where you're like, oh, oh, well, since you're not eating bad, I should probably not eat bad, too. Like, I'm it, like, girl, do you? Where's this free, people? Weez is free. Weez is free. Weez is free. Like, it, we, we just have to say, like, I know that you're sober. I don't want to disrespect you or make you feel uncomfortable. I'm outside. Or or say, if I am making you feel like that, sure. But I I, I find myself doing that all the time. Like my friend who's vegan. I'm like, let's go somewhere for you, girl. And I'll be like, they always know what and, what, and they say to me like no, I'm you don't also have to a vegetarian too so people say that to me all the but, time but, but, but you're, you tell your friends you don't have to do, you that. Have to do that there's some especially here in LA there's, there's something everywhere there's something vegan and vegetarian on every menu vegetarian, but for some reason the, the women in us feels like oh but but She's I can't not. I don't want to tempt her with this meat it's like how long have you I'm, been vegetarian I ain't tempted to try to be vegetarian since I was 12 years old since you were 12 I'm not tempted me fucking up that McRib. That, that rib, yes, you saw, you saw what the I created McRib. in my mind. Me fucking those ribs up is not going to change that. Now, that of course, me. if you're doing it for like animal cruelty reasons or whatever, I won't be like belligerent with it. I'm not. I'm so sorry to my animals. <laughs> I'm so sorry to my animals, I, but I'm not. I'm loving this. The show, <laughs> like I, I, you're gonna watch this back and be like, that is my signature move <laughs> now. But I'm telling you, I think what you should do. T is not going to change her mind. She's not. T is bringing her fiance, she and, and maybe babies. maybe they are codependent. That's what the word I was looking for earlier. People can be very codependent in relationships, and I'm not even gonna just call people. I fell into that once or twice, of course. Like I wake up some days, I'm like Ben. This whole week, you were in every single video. You came with me to every single party. Mm-hmm. Everything on my calendar had you in it too. Not mm-hmm. for your knowledge, but because we did it together. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Vegas to see Usher. Bye. Like, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? And you I did. Amber up on that stage. Listen, girl, I already went. He didn't choose me that night. But I lived to fight another day. Usher, baby, if you're watching this. Call me. I don't know how. I don't know. Usher's assistant's assistant's assistant mm-hmm. might see this. And I'm still out here, okay? But you have to be able to, like, take trips without mm-hmm. your partner, do tasks without your partner, go out without your partner, because mm-hmm. you'll start to resent each other because you'll be, you, one day you'll look up and you'll be like, I ain't been on a girl's trip in 20 goddamn years because every time I want to go somewhere, your ass gets jealous. Like, it's okay to tell your partner, like, you're not coming. Because I remember I came back from that New Orleans trip and Ben was like, well, I saw so-and-so brought her boyfriend, so-and-so brought her I was like, what they got to do with me? Exactly. You're not coming. Exactly. And it's just like prioritizing yourself. And it's also prioritizing your friendships outside of him. Because honestly, once the man leave, who you going to have, TT? Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> you I have to keep it going. <laughs> Four Scorpios deep. Okay, Four you Scorpio know what, deep. Raven? I don't think we have time for another question here. So I'm going to jump right into our last segment. Okay, sure. The last segment of our show is called Hashtag Shelfie. Today is going to be a full Raven takeover. Raven, what's in your bag? Oh, well, what's on the podium? What Black you reading? Cake. I want to hear I'm all about it. I'm currently reading Black Cake, and this ties perfectly into the imperfect parent segment. <laughs> okay, so wait. This is a show. This is actually well. a show right okay. now on Hulu. Tell me everything. And before we start, yes, my bookmark is a photos of myself. That's why I put that out there. Um, Black Cake is about... So imagine Amber... 
unfortunately, God forbid, one day when your parents pass away, your parents leave you basically a bunch of voice notes telling you that everything you know about them is a lie. Their names are not their names. They're not from where oh, they think they're from. It's giving spy kids. And everything you know about them <laughs> is a lie. So that's that's what Black Cake is. Basically, like, this mom passes away and her she leaves her two kids these tapes saying everything they know about her and their dad is all a lie. And that's how it starts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me anything else. Yes. <laughs> I have chills on my body. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I started watching the show, but Hulu's doing this annoying one episode a week thing. So I had to get the book because oh, I yeah. said, I'm not doing this. This is childish. Oh, wow. Like, so you loved the show that much that you started. First of all, just listen to that synopsis. I was like, yeah. who is this woman? I was like, who? Who is she? Who is well, he? I'm, like, I'm, you know, the the parent in me is like, they have to be doing this to protect her. So, what are they protecting her from? Like, I'm already okay. So, I'm, I'm right on the money. I'm right on the money. I have to read this. It is so. It's good. a page turner. It is. I, I I literally just started it this this morning. Like, it just, it just got in this morning, and I'm just like going through because I'm I'm trying to get to the part where I'm at in the show. The show. Um, but yeah, it is just so like. Captivating. You're probably gonna be even more disappointed because that's gonna be better than the show, probably. I know it is. Or you're gonna be like, the show left out all these details. Yeah, the details, but it is so good. Black hate. Honestly, if you need like a good page turner, a good mystery, a good who done it. That's also a who done it. Who is it? Where is it? Why and what is does it? it taste like? Child I thought it was King. about a black baker. You know what? <laughs> I mean, the, the main character is black. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel like I, you know how shows mm-hmm. run together in your mind? So there was this one show with like Zoe Saldana. I didn't finish it either. It was on Netflix she was and on... she was like a chef in Italy or something. I don't know. It has nothing to do with that. Okay, I was like, It has wait. nothing to do with that. But I was like, I feel like. This has to be a show about a black baker. It's called mm-hmm. Black Cake. And then I was like, I think I'm re- misremembering. You are. Yeah. Now, now it does tie into like what the black cake is. It's like this Caribbean. Let me make sure I'm standing correctly. It is. Behind, yeah, can you actually yeah. read the back for me? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> this is Black Cake by Charmaine Wilkerson. Okay, in present-day California, Eleanor Benedict's death leaves behind a puzzling inheritance for her two children, Brian, excuse me, Byron and Benny. A traditional Caribbean black cake made from a family recipe with a long history and a voice recording. In her message, Eleanor shares a tumultuous story about a headstrong young swimmer who escapes her island home under suspicion of murder. The heartbreaking tale Eleanor unfolds, the secret she still holds back, and the mystery of a long lost child. That was a spoiler. Challenges everything the siblings thought they they knew. Why did they put that on the back? Because when that happened in episode five, I said, Who that white woman over there? Why would they put that on the back of the book? That was a spoiler. I'm so sorry. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. It's on the back of the book. It's on the back of the book. Can, Byron, can Byron and Benny reclaim their once close relationship, piece together Eleanor's true history, and fulfill her final request to share the black cake when the time is right? Will their mother's revelations bring them back together or leave them feeling more lost than ever? And this is like, this is Charmaine Wilkinson's debut novels, a story about how inheritance, betrayal, secrets, memories, and even names can shape relationships and history. So there is a cake. There is a cake. There <laughs> I is just a cake. had to confirm. There is a cake. There is a cake. Greedy had and to confirm. So like over they, here. they they kind of talk about how the siblings like so like the daughter um, Benny like stops talking to the parents. In the in the book, it's because she's gay. And it's it's not my life isn't because I'm gay. I want to put that disclaimer yeah, out let's there. Yeah, unpack. Yeah, like here. it's not because I'm gay. It's not why I don't talk to my parents. But that is a big thing in there. Like. You know, so it's hitting a lot of cylinders. It hit a lot when that episode happened. And she want the girl. 
Sorry, spoiler. She about the girlfriend to Thanksgiving. I say, child. Well, I mean, they just spoiled. So they you're, spoiled you can have so one. Okay, much, so y'all. I'm so wait, wait, sorry. Wait, so how many episodes are out right now? The sixth one comes out tomorrow. So yeah. Six, okay, so mm-hmm. by the time you watch this, and we might be seven or eight episodes in, okay. I need to go just binge. Just binge it Just binge. All. I'm going to do this it tonight. It is so addicting. I lo- I'm wait, like, how long are the episodes? Because oh my, my attention span is horrible no, because of TikTok sh- and because of Instagram. This show gets you hooked. I'll be hooked. Because it's who did it, where, okay. why, where we at? I'm going to start this tonight. Whose child is it? I'm going to start this night, catch up, and I, I will probably read it too because no, I love book reading. book is so good. It's so many more details. So like stylistically, it's just very well written. Yeah, and it's very easy to read. Like very easy to read. Mm-hmm. Black cake. Black cake. Black Y'all cake. heard it here first. Raven, you have been an absolute treat. I want to hug you. I will, but I will, I'm going to hug you as soon as we finish okay. because... I'm your mother now. I'm I'm adopting you. <laughs> and we are two a, years apart. Three I'll years figure apart. it out. <laughs> I'm at, I'm at least your auntie now <laughs> because this is crazy. And I wish I wish I had the auntie vibes of like I made a plate. I didn't make any plates. I don't, I like don't make either. any food. Okay. But this has been a pleasure. Can you do tell the people where they can find you if they want to hear more about tales from Scorpio Land from you? God. Okay, all of my ads on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, former X is everything is at Raven on Rebel. Raven on Rebel. And anything coming up that I should plug or know about? Even if you're like, I'm having a meltdown this Thursday. There is a meltdown <laughs> live this Thursday on TikTok Live at Raven on Rebel at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> Do you go TikTok Live a lot? I used to. In my truly unhinged days. I've actually wrote it back a bit, if you can't tell. Yes. I wrote it back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I will see you at the gym and I will see y'all in the internet streets. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Fly on the Wild and Podcast. We really, y'all, just keep sending Ben all of your love. I hope he gets well very very soon and we will see y'all next week for the show bye y'all bye guys get over here (laughs) I hate your family you know they're from TikTok cause those laughs keep you coming cause they're wildin' all the time before wild throws a tantrum listen to our silly anthem cause they're wildin' all the time don't swap Squats and does a dance to please a place and Ben reads books while serving looks. Wild is wildin' all the time. Fly, fly, hold oh, up, be a fly. Fly, fly, come and be a fly on the wall. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.